The time is now. What is the secret to success? Movement. People look at you strange saying you change, like you work that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing all this for a reason. Hard work. Yeah. Works. Welcome to the latest Trainers Talk. My name is Donovan, and thank you for joining me. Um, today's uh, interview that I sat down with um, a longtime friend of mine uh, and one of the co-founders with me and my wife, Jackie, of Calisica Fit, Tara Henriksen. This uh, interview that you're about to hear is uh, it's a different side. Um, there's a lot of things that happen to, you know, make what we do special and and sometimes the things that we do for our clients, the, the detail and the care and the empathy and the the knowledge that we use to help our clients be our their best self doesn't often stop with just the client itself. We, it's important for us to, to practice that from behind the scenes. And, and often it doesn't go as smoothly as you hope it, it does, but um, that is the goal. And one of the reasons that I created this podcast, Trainers Talks, was to give access in, um, to the stories, to the, um, the, the, level of information that I get from working with over the years now, over 300 clients, one-on-one, and, and thousands of people um, in group settings, is that when you meet a lot of people, you get to learn about people, you get to learn what makes them tick, you get to learn what motivates them, you get to learn their doubts, you get to learn their fears, you get to learn their, their, um, their aspirations. And those those types of deep feelings, it's funny how that comes out of doing push-ups, it comes out of doing squats, it comes out of truly training the body. Really, ultimately, the mind is the thing that is the thing that really gets trained. So in this conversation I have with Tara, she gets in doing this, this conversation, we asked to go a little bit personal. There's some history of some struggles that she's had in the past. And and for a long time, she kept it very private, almost private to the point where for, for some of the years of it, I didn't, I didn't know what the struggle was. I knew something was there, but I didn't know to what degree. And in this conversation, we kind of laid out out on the table because the, there was a lot of uh, doubt. There was a lot of uh, love. There was a lot of you know, disappointment. There was a lot of guilt and fear that was kind of thrown into what she was going through. And I think this is, no matter what, you know, everybody has their thing and has the thing they're pushing through that is their insecurities. And it's, it's uh, amazing to kind of see the process of somebody who goes through those and, and pushes on the other side and 
and works to be on the better side of them. So sit back, enjoy this uh, very personal conversation that I had with Tara Henriksen. Yeah. Hello, boys and girls. I would like to welcome you to another Strange Talk. And I always say we have a special guest, but today we definitely have a special guest. Uh, we have Tara Henriksen here with us. And uh, this is your second time on the... Yeah, it is. Second yep. time. I'm pretty sure I was the first. Yeah, you yeah, you you were one of the first. I think Juan I had one. Oh that's right. Yeah, but you yeah. were you're definitely one of the top three uh when we started the the trainers talk. And you know, I think this one's gonna be uh very interesting, very personal. Uh and I appreciate you sitting down with me. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Um so something I wanna I wanna read before we kinda get started, and I think it'll set the tone for what the the trainers talk is for today. Um so on December 24th, 2020, you on Instagram, you posted something and you shared it with the world and, and I want to read it. So struggle puddle, <laughs> Terry Henrik's in here. Uh, one, year, one year ago today, I made the best decision of my life and became sober. The battle that I was so scared of for years turned out not to be a battle at all. That for the first time in many years, I see the light that everyone else saw, and I'm letting it shine brighter than ever before. Because of my sobriety, I learned my worth for the first time. This was the year of gratitude. I am forever grateful for my family, friends, and amazing girlfriend. But I think, most importantly, I am grateful for myself and inner strength it took for me to get here today. Self-love took on a new meaning this past year, giving me, giving by giving up the poison that kept me from being my best self. I have allowed my heart to open up, making transparency and honesty key factors into my new look on life. My inner strengths are greater than my weaknesses, and I will continue to always work on me and this beautiful life I have rebuilt. A dear friend told me to be the sun, and that's what I strive to do every damn day. So happy sobriety birthday to me, and the first of many. So um, that was very well said, and I think it touched a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, seeing, um, seeing your comments, and I think, I think it was a surprise to a lot of people also, because um, you said that, you know, banking transparency and honesty part of your mm -hmm. key factors. Um, what has last, last year meant to you going through that process? Um. I have seen a new side of myself that I maybe always knew was there, but um, was always afraid to either bring her out or didn't really know how. Yeah. Um, but it has, I don't know, again, I'm just grateful. Yeah. I mean, that's like, honestly, that's like the only word that comes to mind consistently. Yeah. It's just being grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful for this life that I have and I'm grateful for the friends that I have in it who believed in me. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, just have still have had my back through this whole thing. Yeah. It, it's, um, uh, I think before we kind of get to present day, I think what's kind of cool about uh, reasons why we have conversations like this and, and, um, I've had conversations with Jackie talking about her on the front line being a firefighter and is 
that we often we realize that we're in we're coaches mm-hmm. and we work with a lot of people and and we have life lessons that we take from other clients and we share w- with current clients and um i think these lessons of what we go through this these are our lives and how you know we, we have the, the the motto one life don't waste it yeah um so but let's go before you you made that decision to um to work on your sobriety you know how long would you say you've kind of struggled with trying to manage alcohol um i would say i the problem was apparent probably part way through college uh-huh. um so i grew up in a pretty strict household yeah and so like all through high school i didn't have maybe the typical going out partying experiences that some people have yeah. that all kind of started in college yeah and it all of a sudden came apparent to me that I wasn't like everybody else. Yeah. And it was a frustrating realization that how come I couldn't go and have fun like they can? Yeah. And I almost refused to see that I had an issue because I was young and I wanted to party and I and I couldn't accept that fact that I had a disease. Yeah. And that I couldn't control it. And yeah. it wasn't really my fault. It's just it that's just how my genetics worked. Yeah. Um so it was probably partway through college is when I kind of realized all of that. And I probably struggled for 12 years. Yeah. 12, 13 years. Yeah. And I tried on and off to get sober. Yeah. But it's just, I think I wasn't ready to give it up yet. And I wasn't ready to accept the realization that I had to give something up that I thought was fun. And that I thought that I could have in my life and I could manage. Yeah. When in all actuality, I couldn't. Yeah. It wasn't something that I could have. What does, um, what is like the, what is the uh, inside of your head? What is the kind of dialogue you have with yourself in those moments over those, if you take those 12 years, what does that inner, inner dialogue go like when you, when you kind of, you kind of know that this is not working, but you, you like, I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna try it again uh, uh, to, to, to have a little bit, you know, I can do it in this situation. Um, it's exhausting (laughs) to have that in your head all the time. Yeah. It's exhausting to have that feeling of anxiety and guilt constantly. Yes. And, um, how it was just like either I had a problem or I didn't have a problem. Yes. Um, I could do this. I couldn't do this. Yeah. And it was this constant tug of war of wanting to be a better person and thinking I could and more of like for myself. But that one thing that it, that was my Achilles heel for years. I have this strong personality. I have this strong physical body. I have all of this. I'm smart, not trying to brag, but (laughs) but it was that one thing I literally could not beat. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And so just to have that exhaustion of it beat me every time, every single time. And I would have to talk to myself like, I can do this. Like, why can't you, you can do everything else. Why can't you do this? Yeah. And I would beat myself up about it. Yeah. And then I would give in. Yeah. And it was just that constant back and forth yeah. all the time. Um, <laughs> so we've been, we've been close for years. I mean, uh, it's, that's obvious. I hired you at Solage um, and we worked together. And then when we started Calcica Fit, you, you uh, along with Jackie, co-founded Calcica Fit with me. Um, and I, I never knew your struggle. (laughs) I didn't know it until I knew it. Yeah. 
and I and I know we've had situations, uh, and we know what those situations are. Um, and you're you're it's it's up to you if you want to talk about that. But um, you know, I I realized through this process over those twelve years, I don't know if I I knew Tara, but I don't know if I know know Tara. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and why? Do you think I'm wrong in that, or do you? What what observation do you feel like happened during those twelve years, even just with our relationship? Um, no, I'm not surprised at all because I was very private. Yeah, I just hid everything because that's just what I knew. Yeah, and I was a very personable person. I was social. I was everything, but it was more of like I didn't want to let anybody in because I was afraid of what you would find out. Yeah. And I didn't want that. That was my life, my purse, like everything, my business. I didn't want to share it. Yeah. Because I was scared. Yeah. And, um, and so, like, I think you knew, like, probably 90% of me. Yeah. Through that whole thing until this last year. Yeah. But, but it's like, the thing is, like, it wasn't, like, just you. Yeah. It was anybody in my close circle. Yeah. Was 90%. Yeah. At the most. Yeah. Because I just, I don't know. There was just, that was something I was ashamed of and I was scared of and didn't want to let anybody in. Yeah. And I, that, I feel like that's, that's normal across anything. Anything. You know, I think there is, there's a, I think there's a hard piece of knowing um, where I feel like you have to know yourself enough to allow somebody to get to know the hundred percent you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I could tell, um, well, I'll, I'll just say this when we were going through the process, I knew something was happening. Um, I knew something was going on, but I respected your privacy. Mm -hmm. And I also, because I wanted people to respect mine. And so I, but I also knew when it got to a point where, um, I, I knew you, you weren't able to be yourself and I knew certain things weren't coming through that, um, in terms of things that I know you, you normally would come through on things and, and things were starting to slip a little bit. That's when I was like, okay, let's, let's have that discussion. Um, I want. I, I actually, I have. I want to ask ask a question on here, but I, there's one yeah. question I was just thinking about. When you initially left Calcica Fit to do the vet thing, did you really want to do that, or did you feel like that was an easier way to kind of get around the situation? Um, I would say a little bit of both, oh. to be honest. Yeah. Um, I felt that. I was scared yeah. and I wanted to run instead of facing an issue yeah. and I wasn't ready to face one of the issues, yeah. which is being an alcoholic. Yeah. So I just was like, well, the easiest thing to do was just to walk away yeah. into something that I had interest in. And it, had, it was just like, in my mind, I was like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity. It's something new. It's something I can go and do. Yeah. And I can kind of just not face that right now. Yeah. Um, but I've always felt guilty about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I felt that. Um, and, but I also, 
I could feel you weren't ready yet um, to kind of um, go through that. And I, and I respected how you communicated when you communicated with me that you wanted to do this. You, something, I think this has actually been a conversation, something where some people were surprised that when you came back and you're and everything like that, and they always asked me like, you know, why would you, you know, you know, she was struggling, she had her struggles. Why would you invite her back? And I said, the one thing Tara has always done, and I commend her character for it, she never blamed other people for issues she was having. Uh, and she could have. There, there was definitely situations probably of people who've let you down and things like that, but that's one thing you never did. And because of that, my door was always open to you. Um, and, um, but you know, you come, you come back, uh, to summer of 2019 mm -hmm. and, um, and things are working out well. It's, it's, we're like, so enthralled to have you back and, and, uh, you know, Jackie has a, a workout buddy, uh, <laughs> to, uh, to, to kind of kick ass in the gym. And, um, and then I think around the winter, close to Christmas, before Christmas, you were struggling again. What was, what did that situ, how did that situation kind of come to, to head and kind of tell me a little bit about that? Um, well, like to be honest, there is no like rhyme or reason of why something like that happened to yeah. where I kind of, to be honest, went off the deep end. Yeah. There is nothing, it's more of I, it's like I started and I didn't stop yep. and I couldn't, I didn't know how at that point. Yeah. And you kind of get into this point where you, you lose yourself yeah. and I promise I wouldn't have cried, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, this is tough. So when, um, so we were away. Um, the last 2019 Christmas, uh, me and Jack were on East Coast with, and we could see these struggling struggles happen. Um, and you know, me and Jackie had conversations, and we were trying to connect with you, and 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 it really wasn't until we got back that we were able to connect with you. And I think uh, at the time you you were da uh, dating uh, your girlfriend Amanda, mm -hmm. um, and. I don't know if you can tell me, I'll tell my side after you, you tell your side. <laughs> so we, we decide we need to set up an official meeting and we need to talk to you, me and Jackie, more as owners of the company and also just to talk about the struggles that you had in December, I mean, a couple of weeks prior before we left for our trip. Um, and we did it here right above the gym uh, and we had the, the meeting set in the conference space. Uh, and tell me what, uh, from your side, of, <laughs> what happened? Um, I think for the first time in a long time, I let my vulnerability show. Yeah. I saw everybody there and I was defeated in a good way. Yeah. I felt like, like a finally, like I honestly, like I walked in and I felt this huge, just relief. Yeah. That not only like people cared but i'm worth it yeah yeah <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> we're going to struggle. Um, yeah, you know, it was so I'll, I'll kind of set the stage a little bit. You know, we with even all this this going on, I don't think I mean, we through this whole time when people were asking about about you and things like that. And I was, you know, Tara's doing the vet thing. This is where she has a love for animals. She's still uh, I'm so happy for that. You know, that's what she's she's focused on. Um, and we've always kept that to the vest. There's a couple of members who were really close to you who knew what's going on. Yeah. Um, and but on that day, we knew. And I'll admit, uh, uh, Amanda's gonna like me saying this. She was my ace in the hole for this <laughs> because this was one one of the things I knew you were coming down the right path. Um, it was the first time that you've said to me that this is somebody I'm dating. Yeah. In the 12 years. Yeah. Um, and, and I know you're not <laughs> a prude or anything, so I know. So for you to have the confidence to say, Amanda is my girlfriend or this is the girl I'm dating, um, I knew things were different before they were different. Mm -hmm. And so when we sat down, I invited Amanda to come up from Santa Cruz to join us for this minute, and you, you had no idea. You I thought had she, no idea. You thought she um, was uh, supposed to be there for a couple of days. And then we also, because Michael had also been a part of this process, um, and we were a very close team, um, he was also a part of the, our, mm -hmm. our, our meeting. And um, yeah, so you walked in and you were obviously shocked. And, and, and we really had a raw 45 minutes yeah. conversation um about how much we cared for you um and and we we put uh, michael's had some experience with family um in the past i've had issues with alcoholism and so he was kind of key in, in, in kind of giving us a couple of insights from his point of view growing up and yeah it was it was i think we all needed it in a way mm -hmm. um yeah and we we kind of put a little bit of an ultimatum in front of you that for it to work you no longer can manage this yeah it needs to be out of your life yep um did you feel up to the task when you first heard that more than you know uh -huh. i was ready like yeah. i had finally hit that point of this is serious yeah. for so many different reasons. Yeah. And I was so ready for it to be put behind me. I, yeah. I'm, I was over it. Yeah. I was over feeling like crap all the time. Yeah. Feeling guilty, feeling tired. Yeah. Looking like all those things. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I promote being your best self and working on yourself and being healthy to everybody. And I never did it for myself. Yeah. I, I did, but to a certain extent. Yeah. And so it's like, who am I to say, okay, this is what you need to go and do. This is how you're going to be your best self. Yet I'm going to go home and I'm not going to do that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. You, you said this t like sometime last year um, to me that you, that you needed, and you were talking about somebody else too, who's, who struggles with it, that when you're going through something like this, sometimes you need to get to your low before you can make the comeback. Mm -hmm. 
and why do you think that is? Um, because you can see how real it is and you can see that when you're at your low like that and let's say you don't have a support system, you have nothing. Yeah. You have nothing. And you start drowning in these nothingness. And it's like, really? Like, I'm choosing this poison over everything else I could have in my life. Yeah. And I mean, I've hit multiple lows. Like, I've thought I hit a low and yeah. then it gets lower. Yeah. And then I'll raise back up and then I'll hit a low that's lower than that low. Yeah. And it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's so hard to think like, you think everything's against you. Yeah. You think like I can't believe I could have done something like that or like or you're just like, well fuck it, I'm not gonna it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And I do think it's important to hit lows. Yeah. I think for anybody, not necessarily that dramatic and that drastic to hit totally. a low. Totally. But I think when you are in the position that I was, yeah, I needed that to happen to literally have it slap me in the face and say that's enough. Yeah, I mean I think that speaks to your when you say you say this over and over and you said it in your post, the gratitude. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to have gratitude when you, when you have everything. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it comes easy, but mm -hmm. you know, to go through something that was a struggle and you come through it, uh, that's, that's fucking gratitude. It's, oh yeah. Like it's, and you, you, I took for granted things that I didn't really see as like, I should have been grateful for. Yeah. Like, and now I take every single thing and I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful for everything that I have yeah. and every person that I have that's close to me. Yeah. And if they're not close to me, like I'm happy that they're in my life in some form. Yeah, wow. that's cool. So um, let's talk about after that part. So what would you say is the difference in yourself? I mean, you've kind of explained it a little bit, but you can go into detail, like your process before sobriety and after sobriety. What is the difference in outlook and, and how you move and feel, what, what's, uh, give, give a kind of synopsis of what that is. Yeah, um, in the past when I wasn't sober, I hid a lot of things. Uh, I was just, shady's not the wrong word. It was more of like, I just hid a lot of things and I was lonely. Yeah. I was alone. Like, yeah. even though I didn't seem like I was and I had, you know, I'd go out and I'd have friends and I'd have family and I'd have work and I'd have clients and all of this, I'd come home and I would just feel lonely. Yeah. And it, and I'd always just wallow back to just drinking. Yeah. And I just kept everything very private and it's completely the opposite right now. Like I, like I said in my post, I've lived this past year and some change with complete transparency and honesty. Yeah. And I'm holding myself accountable to every single thing I say yeah. and I do. And because of it, I am the happiest I've ever been. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, what, uh, so you've done this a year um, um, and change and, but I've, I've seen other people talk about going through, um, you know, alcoholism and, and, and different things like that before. What, what within it now, even though you haven't had a drink in over a year, what now do you, is there still a little bit of struggle? Is there still a little bit of temptation that you kind of like? Kinda to be through? honest, yeah. I hadn't even had a temptation since I made the decision to stop drinking. Yeah. 
and I was what I was afraid of yeah. is like I'd be around somebody or um, I'd smell it or what have you and I would just be like oh my god and I would just kind of bit panic yeah I had never felt that yeah not once and it's because I was just I think so over it and just so happy with my decision I think it's cha challenging being in the Napa Valley yeah and having alcohol literally everywhere yeah and all, 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 almost everybody I know drinks yeah they might not have my problem but they drink yeah um, but I think instead of seeing that and running away from it and be like I need to get out of this area because it's too much I find that challenge and I'm sticking to it and I'm staying here knowing that I have one an incredible support system like you can't do this without a support system yeah I've tried yeah it doesn't work yeah I mean I looked at like reaching out to people and somebody as a weakness yeah that is the strongest thing you can do yeah it's saying I need help I can't do this by myself that's I, I kind of like how you said um, so give me those couple of points so you you have to have the support system what are some other like really key factors you feel like in, in trying to have success with this? Oof. Um, sports system, I mean, I went to AA yeah. in the beginning yeah. because I think it helped with having that camaraderie of having people understand what you're going through. Yeah. I mean, people to a certain extent can when they haven't really experienced it. Yeah. Um, cause, but they just kind of go off of what you tell them. Yeah. And again, I'm trying to be honest and I like, I lay it all out there now of like, this is who I am. This is what you're dealing with. Yeah. But you can only understand to a certain extent. You haven't been through those feelings and those emotions. Totally. So in the first, I think three months, it was before quarantine. Yeah. Um, I would go to AA yeah. and it was super helpful. I wouldn't say much. Yeah. I would just go and I'd sit, but I'd be around peers who have been there. Yes. And who have probably hit lows lower than mine. Yeah. And so that helped tremendously um and just honestly just talking about it yeah just talking like yeah. if i had a shitty day be, be like i had a shitty day yeah and it may not have anything to do with my issue but yeah. it's more of like instead of taking that and holding it in for so long yeah and letting it build and build and build and then i would just go off on a bender yeah now it's like okay i i walk into the, the gym or i walk home or whatever have you and i'm honest about how i feel yeah but it's the support system makes a world of a difference. Yeah. Like my girlfriend tells me all the time I could have done it by myself and maybe, maybe this time I could have, yeah. but it wouldn't have been as easy. Yeah. Having you guys, having her, having my family all just be available. And I've already known you will, you would, yeah. but I think I let myself let you in. Yeah. And that's the biggest difference this time. Totally. Um, do you have any questions for me? Um, I do. So throughout the years that you've known me, what was different this past year than before? Um, This is, I would say that I'll, I'll kind of, I'll get to that, that I'll answer that question. I'll kind of get there in, in, a, in a long form. Um, I always saw the light. Um, and, and I saw the times when you, you would shelter it. And um, and I, I've learned, I think I've learned over the years and, and I've spoken on, 
Jackie comments me on my confidence. <laughs> As is, if like, she's like, not everybody has it, honey. Um, but seeing you at your best, I could see the light and I could see that I was comfortable if your light outshined mine. <laughs> because I knew how, how much good it would do for other people and it would do for you. And so um, that is one thing that I've uh, said has been different is that we've talked about your, your communication, your honesty, but allowing that light to shine and allowing you to push yourself. Uh, and and I'm, I'm huge on consistency and your consistency just jumped up you know, 400%. <laughs> it has. You know? I'm exhausted. <laughs> I think, you, I think you get, you're getting a little idea of what it's yeah. like to be me trying to, trying to do <laughs> yeah. that all the time. But, um, and it's funny, now one of our goals that we're working on is, is, is you finding a way now to balance out how hard you're working um, to also have some time for yourself and mm -hmm. to uh, make sure you take care of your body um, and your mind. So uh, that was the, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, okay. Um, so in this past year, you've learned a lot about myself yes. and about, I guess, this disease. I mean, how, do you know anybody else who suffers from um, alcoholism? Not, not super personally. I mean, I definitely have some, have some family members. I think everybody, who, if you have more than 15 people in your family yeah um, and not immediate family but extended family cousins or uncles or something like that you've seen them go through uh, bouts of some type of struggle when it comes to substance abuse or or things like that and I've also seen clients a couple clients who struggle with it they mm -hmm. they don't realize it they kind of realize it um, so but it was never, I never had a situation um, where I felt ownership of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where uh, it was, I was going to try my best to make sure that you were, you were good. Yeah. So then within that, you've seen the change in me over this past year. Do you feel you've changed yourself? from learning or seeing this and actually, cause like my heart has changed. Yes. In a, in a different way. Yes. I mean, Amanda and I talk about it all the time, just with her and I, and just our kind of close knit group. Yes. But have you seen something different in yourself of how you view other people, how you see other situations? Uh, uh, and I got another long answer to get to that. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. I would say the thing that got me there with my heart was my uh, oldest son, Caleb. Mm -hmm. So him being autistic, um, and there's other situations, but I would say that that's a, definitely a big point. He's 12 years old mm -hmm. and understanding that he was going to have different struggles than, than your expectation of what your son, your firstborn is going to have. Mm -hmm. And so there's a level of empathy that I had, but it, I feel like it exponentially grew from that situation. So the thing that I would say changed the most for me going, uh, working with you through your situation and our situation, trying to, you know, um, 
get in get in a better situation is that it actually gave me validation that my intuition um and and i say and i say it and the reason i say it that way is because i heard other people saying are you know should you do this you know this is the risk of doing this you know this is the risk of bringing you on knowing your history and things like that and I just had uh, faith that it was going to, um, I don't know, I just, I just, I, I, I had, I had faith in trying and trying my best. And so I think your success indirectly has been my success <laughs> because it's, it showed that my empathy was in the right place. Yeah. 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 It was. I felt it and I still feel it. Yeah. I, I, um, do you have anything else to add? This was a dear friend who told me to be the sun and be the light. And I tr strive for it every damn day. <laughs> I, I can't end it any better. Um, thank you again for joining. Thanks for having me.